It is Zilla Rocker, one-third of the Call-Out Culture Podcast, member of Wrecking Crew, Career Crooks and all that. Check it. I got a couple things I want you to go check out right now. My new album, 96 Mentality, available on CD and tape and digi, plus T-shirts, dad hats, trucker hats, baby sneakers, and all that. Peep it at $3pistol.com. You could also check my last couple projects, Hard Boiled EP, and future former rapper album via POW recordings, all available at $3pistol.com. Go check them. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your support, guys. Peace. Welcome to Call Out Culture with your hosts, Alaska, Kelly Castro, and Zilla Rocker. This week, we discuss the everlasting greatness of Andre of 3000. Duh. The Chosen Few. The Chosen... The Boot Camp album? The Chosen the New... Album? No, don't you dare, Zilla. Don't you dare, you blaspheme. Don't you dare bring that... Oh, no, that's the... Oh, I like that album. Sorry, sorry. You know what that was from. Yeah, you don't, you don't like for the people. All right. What about what about Excalibur? <laughs> oh, I like that. You, Zilla already knows I like that. So the idea of Excalibur is... Pulling that sword... Uh, it's a legendary sword, sometimes attributed with magical powers, associated with the rightful sovereignty. Oh, Zilla, the welder of Excalibur, call out culture. How about, how about Game of Thrones? Oh, girl, Zilla, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a, like, a, and hey, Alaska, watch your mouth, okay? Because that wound is still. Watch your mouth. The most unsatisfying okay. finale of all time. Zilla Rocker, please. <laughs> I have a whole other podcast named about that. Thank you. I know. And Go it's, check it's me sad. out. It's sad. Podcast has no name, y'all. But we talk well, about this podcast we is called Call podcast. Out Culture. We're fucking around, man. We had, we've had some difficulties. We had some shit we had lined up at first. It didn't work out. I blame Silicon Valley. So we had to scramble real quick, you know, because we're like, you know what, man? We got a lot of good ideas on deck. So Bessos and Big Brother are at it again. That's what happened. Who? Episodes of Big Bessos Brother. It's Big all right Brother. now. DVR in it. No, I said Bessos and Big Brother, not the show, the entity. Damn it! Oh, uh, Alaska. Do you know that he supports 21. the idea of Big Brother because of the show? So he just he doesn't even think about Big Brother anymore, and people spying on him. He just sits down and watches the show two, two three times a week. Dude, we're all being spied on at all times. We have no privacy. That shit's out. Oh, so that's that shit's old news, bro. The the existence of the show is you you you've muted yourself. To what Big Brother really is that you watch a television show called it, dude. My wife's like, yo, man, yo. If you and your wife watch this, yo, me, me, me and Barry watch it. Me and my wife, and then Barry watches. It. I got Barry. Oh my god, shit. Alaska, say shit. what you're more disturbed again. Say it again. Say it again. You're more disturbed I said, about. I, I am more disturbed about Zilla watching Big Brother than Big Brother watching me through my fridge. I agree. Yo, you, yo, you can't knock it till you I try, agree. man. Telling you that. I, I tried it, Z. I watched that show 15 years ago. Okay, I've moved on. Yeah, well, it's 15 times right. better. They they progressed. I have, I have to finish Jessica Jones it? season three. Oh yeah, okay. that, I, that's a great look. It's all about 90 day fiance pillow talk. If you're gonna watch some fucking reality TV, bro. <laughs> the beginning of I want I want to know. Check this out. No, no, check this out, y'all. No, check this out, y'all. I want them to do a survey later on, maybe 10 years from now. How many relationships actually, in the beginning, it was all based on, like, watching a reality TV show together. 
Like how many relationships started with that bond of watching that, you know, reality garbage together? I think about I, th- I bet you they have more, way more success than Christian Mingle. Oh, Christian most Mingle. definitely. Christian Mingle got it, but it's played yeah. out. Christian Mingle is not Tinder, you know? We actually know people on Tinder. Oh, scary. All right, y'all. Yeah. Tonight, so let's, let's tonight, 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 tonight. So, so we should probably explain a, um, the concept real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, and then I'll intro what we're talking about tonight. Hit that, Alaska. Explain the concept. So we've, we've been pondering this idea that there is no greatest rapper. There is just the greatest, and it is a spirit that embodies different people throughout the history of hip-hop music. So a brief example, and this is not necessarily the correct time frame. It's just an example. Rakim was the greatest for a while. So say around 1989, 1990, Ice Cube became the greatest. Ice Cube had his run till about 93. Redman had a year or two where he became the mm-hmm. greatest. Then Nas, mm-hmm. then fucking Biggie, then Jay, and then, you know. Check this out. There's a wrench in this, but it's true. In 2001... To 2002, Ja Rule had the spirit, and he was running things. Seven top no, 100 stop, hits. Stop. No, stop. Seri- no. My thing stop, about man. that is, I told y'all, if he categorized it correctly, and said he was doing duet and not just calling it hip hop, but that was his time. It was a run, right? Am I? Am I? I want to. I want to put it out there no, for the listeners. Am I saying it wrong? He's just popularity. Okay, fine. Better bet, bet. I just want that out there so that makes the distinctions the listeners won't be confused. Beanie kind of had that shit, bro. B had so? his little run too. There's an argument there. There's an argument for that. Okay. But people people's overall vibe and feeling with Beanie and like Jada and all that shit, like people go hard for about Wasn't that years. some prospects of bullshit shit stuff? Like wasn't there projections going on with them too a little bit? I mean, well what but like we thought they would albums. Like Jada has the worst albums, Beanie's got an incredible album. Beanie's okay. just like, you know, he's kinda well, like lost but he's kind of like he's kind of like he he hit his potential but then he just because he tumbled backwards fast he, he was kind of like, like kind of like the basketball star that kind of like fell apart at 30. beanie's beanie's achilles is is creativity uh beanie's achilles is, is beans it's beanie's has that verse on adrenaline and jada has never come close to that but i think beans ran out of ideas like so his stuff is not variety you know to me it's just not all right, well, this, the, good, the good news is... Enough to sustain after three hours. Well, the good news is the guy we're going to speak on, he doesn't have any problems. Nothing. Not at all. That man yep. is motherfucking... All right, let me, let me... Andre, Andre 3000, all that shit. Fucking... Let me do it. Let me enjoy it, right? So... Go ahead, go do it. Take him. I got you, I got you, I got it. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me flex <laughs> a little bit. So look, y'all, we talking on some, um, whether you, you know, agree, you understand the aesthetic. This is some Jedi Knight force is strong in this motherfucker for a period of time. You know what I'm saying? Now, the period of time can be extended. It could blend through other people's periods of time. And the guy we're talking about right now is Andre Benjamin. All right? Dre. We are old enough that that was his first MC name, Dre. People know him now as Andre 3000. Brave shirt on. When he named himself 3000 because there was a... there was and Shout out to Poisonous. What is his name? Poisonous 2000? There's a guy, but shout out to him. Venomous. But Dre was like, I'm even further than Venomous. He was Venomous um, 2000. Shout out to him. And I'm dissing him. But Dre was like, I'm even past the future that we predicted in the 90s. I'm Dre 3000. And his rhymes 
went that way. I mean, this cat, straight up, first, call our culture is standing by this edict right now. We challenge all our listeners because we love the engagement we have with y'all. Dre has never dropped a bad verse, ever. Look it up. Research it. Get back to us. I bet y'all gold. Not one ever. And here's my thing. He he doesn't have like he doesn't have like like a verse that makes you cringe. Where you're like, oh. Okay, now what do you mean with content or just uh, or like rhyme? Like his rhyme. Like he he has no even like Southern Playlistic, which is my least favorite Outcast album. He's and he's like 18 fucking years old. He's good. He's just good the whole album. He's good. AT Aliens is when he's becoming like ascending into some next shit. Yeah, like uh, Southern Playlistic was a flex for Dre, particularly. Like he's flexing, like you see, follow me, follow me, you know, dancing with the flows and stuff, like flexing more. Um, yeah, it's it's a very it's a very early '90s rap. It's a very early '90s rap album. Yeah, like the like the flows and shit. But by the time yeah, by the time we get to AT Aliens, woo. Yeah, el- there's elements of original flavor. Dots affects this, yeah, you know, like, with the... I, I remember, like, even, like, even, like, their hand gestures, like, their hand gestures are yes. very early 90s hand gestures. There's a very, like, particular three or four hand gestures. Everyone did those hand gestures in, like, 90 to 92. I, I, I we, we can't see them. Well, I'm doing it right they're, now. They're very, couch. they're very dog pound. And death row. Okay. Like, they're, okay. they're sort of steezers, nice. like, southern death row style. Yeah, you're right. You're like, right. you know, their look, their movements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this um, listen. This is also the time of the the the, the thriving duo. Duos were thriving. You 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 got yourself uh-huh. a partner. Y'all could be eternal opposites. Y'all could be similar. Y'all could be flexing a style. It was really you know the end thing to do to have a partner. Um, sometimes the partner produced uh, beat nuts. Sometimes they're, they're, you know both people were rapping. In this case, Outkast. And we're not right. when we talk about Dre. We're not slighting Big Boy because I think Big Boy will come up in the series as well. It's just Dre. You know, he never really tried to go over your head with the vocabulary either. He would break down simple words for the flow. And, you you know, you know what I'm saying? And just just really bend language. Like, Dre, to me, was like a living graph artist with his rhymes. His rhymes, to me, came out his mouth like and to end Burner's videos. Like, the stuff crawling on the walls, you know what I'm saying, with the arrows and stuff. And I'm not just going to sit there with platitudes and I have evidence. But um, we're talking about, like we said, A.T. Ellens was the genesis of it, but then you have like Equimini, which is poetry bleeding out of that thing. The song Equimini. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, man. Like Chunky Fire. That shit is crazy as shit. Or uh, Return of the Oh, let's I want to talk about Return of the G. Now here's a curious thing about that, y'all. Dude, was, come on. I know, but check this out. I had a bad habit sometimes with CDs where I would skip the intro song or track. Because I always felt like it was either somebody talking or something didn't have to do with anything. So I would listen to it a little bit and skip it. And I remember Return of G had those real angry guitars. And I was like, I don't think they're rapping on this. And I skipped it for a long time. For real. Like for a couple of months. And then I finally heard it. You know, because he wasn't, he's rapping. Return of Gangsta, Prankster. But like he's talking. And I remember skipping it just for that. I thought it was like some, you know, big shook intro or whatever. So when I got to Return of the G, I was like, oh my lord. I skipped this, and I. I what y'all think of Return of the G when y'all first heard it? It fucking blew my mind the first time I heard it. Yeah, I, I was like stuck off. Like, 
even when he says, because, you know, this is coming after ATLians when he first started wearing, like, the grandma hat, the church yes, hat. Yes, that part of it, too, the, the turban style. type joint. Yes. Well, oh, the turban, and even, the turban. And then, like, turban, by, yep. Yeah, and then by, by the time you get to Equemini, that's when he's wearing, like, the wigs and the shoulder pads and the boots and all that shit. And he says on Return of Gangs, he's like, what's up with Andre? Is he gay? You know, it's like, nah, I feel better mm. than ever. I was like, yo. And that was the height of the Wendy Williams gay rapper, who was the gay rapper. Yes. And he was yep. like, yo. Yep. He, it was like when Biggie said, you know, black and ugly as ever. Andre was like, what's up with Andre? Is he gay? And I'm feeling better. Like, he just put that shit track one. Yo, dead dad right now. So check this out, y'all. Check this out. So on a personal level, right? I was so into a certain aesthetics at that time. So if you were growing locks, and I would, I would, I didn't grow my set yet. I was real envious of you. I've really become a fan. So obviously, like Black Thought, he covered his. I was like, oh my god, you know what I mean? Before I actually met him, and then Dre started growing his when he got with Badu. Even in that video she had, and they going, they looking crazy. And I was like, oh my god. So. I started rooting for locks and my biggest lock root for like, I was the fan, biggest fan of Mr. Lift lock. Shout out to him. His first set. That was an mm-hmm. amazing set of locks and I used to root for them. So Dre had the locks, right? And I was all about it. Then he wore the turban Jazzy Bell. in the eighth and the, um, cat in the Cadillac and, uh, and he started, no, um, elevators. black ice video, uh, elevators, elevators. Okay. And elevators, I was like, yeah. I don't yep. think the, I don't think the locks are under there anymore. You know what I mean? I started feeling disheartened. Like he might've yeah. cut them. But then he went wild with the wigs, and I was like, all right, I dig it. You know what I'm saying? At first, um, what's it, stewing on the Barbie with Raekwon with the animal print pants? Oh, my God. That joint is crazy. It threw me for a bit. I was like, what is going on? He had the sun. It was like, Z, it was like level. So it's like, all right, I deal with the animal pants. Then the sunglasses. Then the platinum wig. Oh, yeah, and the wig, and then the football joints, and then the safari helmet. And there's a Raekwon feature. There was a lot of things going past my brain. And I, I was like, yo, what is... And then he explained it. He wanted to look how his music sounded. Yeah, like he want. Yeah, right. He want. He wanted to look how the music sounded. That that era of of elevators to Equemini, right? That mm-hmm. like you're talking about. So this is the, this is the mid to late '90s. So rap is you know very conservative, super machismo, homophobic all day, right? As as culture was in general, the same thing, the rap thing. And he was like, "Yo, we're a fucking." gold platinum selling group they won the source award you know what i mean in new york in 94 or whatever and he was like yeah the last thing i'm gonna do is continue to wear the fucking atlanta braves jersey and the baggy jeans like i'm gonna i'm gonna look like on some cool keith shit while getting better as an mc and producer like you couldn't front on him even though you're like all right i don't know if i can really get down with this these fucking pants and the woolly boots Check this out. He was challenging himself because he knew if he came out there in that time, Z, like you're pointing out, looking a certain way, he could have faced so much scrutiny. So his bars had to be sharp because you couldn't say anything disparaging about him. Like, oh, he went crazy. Like, you know, after about uh, no, the bars is Yo, when so he, sharp. When he says on um, what is it on on uh on what's what's the joint on uh? It's a song of Clemenai. When he says, uh-huh. he says faith is what you make it, that's the hardest shit since MC Hardest Ren. shit since MC, MC Ren. Ren. No one was oh. talking about MC Ren. When, when you say that, no. but you dress the way he does, you're like, yo, you can't fuck with that guy. You immediately know it, though, right? You can't fuck with that guy. You know exactly what he means, though. Yep. yep. Okay, I, I wanted to save it, but I'm not saving it, y'all. 
I wanted to save y'all, but I'm not saving it. We we diving head first in. So I'm gonna read the lyrics to the song Um A Day, A Life in a Day of Andre Benjamin. Benjamin Andre? <sighs> oh my god. Oh yes, a life in a day of Benjamin. Andre. I met you in a club in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, I got it, I got it. So he's playing with the words in the title. First he's playing with the words in the title. And also this is on this is on um uh Love Below where he's not rapping as much. Nope. So you don't even expect this. I remember I'm listening to the record. I'm just vibing. I, I love the record. I know people had problems, but, but I'm vibing. I didn't think he was coming with this long form rap, yo. I don't know. This is like 60-something bars, yo. Here we go. I met you in the club in Atlanta, Georgia. Said me and my homegirl were coming out with an album. You look, you look like, yeah, you look like, yeah, nigga, right. But you gave me your number anyway. You were on the talcum. Powder, how it's about them. about them oranges. Moved away from home to school with big plans by day. Study the history of music by night just to pay for that shit. You dance to get your pants was a mission impossible. We were both the same age, but I suppose wasn't on the same page, but in the same book of life. So I'd page you when I felt that you were getting off of work. Or either when you're on your way to school, we started hanging like Ernie and Burp. And in my idle head, I'm thinking cool. Just when I think I'm going down your shirt, you're hiking up your skirt now. The events that followed had me volley if your hometown would be heaven or hell. The angelic nastiness you possessed made you by far the best that fought hard to tell. You dropped me off by the dungeon, never came in, but I knew that you were wondering. Now are these niggas in this house up to something? Selling crap sack by sack so they could function. Well, yes and no. Yes, we were selling it, but no, it wasn't blow. Cook, Cook it, it in the, the basement, basement then, then move it at the show. show. Then, then grab the mother microphone and everybody yell, ho. <laughs> Come on, yo. I, I, I'm, I'm stopping right there, y'all. There's 40 more bars. What's one line he says on that song? He says, he says, Come, he's like, turn it down to that right speed. My brain is that fried egg I might need. I was like, yeah. Oh, he, always had, he always had the realest shit ever. And it was always like reverse. Nobody had more real lines. Started than hanging like Ernie and Bert. No one ever said Ernie and Bert. It's Bert and Ernie. Here's the part. Girls used to say, y'all talk funny. Y'all from the islands. Y'all and I laugh the and they keep smiling. No, I'm from Atlanta, baby. He from Savannah, maybe. We should hook up and get toe up and then lay down. Oh, my God. Come on, yo. I love it. Sad motherfucker, man. No, do y'all think he flip flows like Biggie flip flows? I'm starting to see he did. Within, what do y'all think? What do you mean? All right, so so big Biggie big Biggie would stop and start on on a dime, like he he would do yeah. like A A B C C D D E F G G, like he yeah he would like flip it midway through, but but Biggie Biggie had the jazz background, like Biggie was literally right. taught by Scatty. a jazz musician at twelve how to rap and study Cannonball Adderley, like Biggie was Biggie's secret yep. weapon was that he hid how much of a master tactician he was. Because he was taught to rhyme that way by a jazz dude in his neighborhood, like Biggie didn't roll you out. Yeah, I womb, just learned that shit, and I, and I learned that, that he shit is started amazing. Um, later in life. He started talking to other jazz musicians to figure out different time signatures. Yeah, come on, yo. Rap, but he never got to really record that because he got killed. That's what Tech Nine did. Tech Nine said, "I'm not following the drums. I'm following the horns." There you go. But like, like, so, like, okay, so Rock Him is the first like jazz dude. Where he purposely was like, I played right. the saxophone. My family is in the jazz. They were jazz musicians. I wanted my rhymes to sound like a like a like a sax solo, like glided on that motherfucker, mm -hmm. not like scream, yell, and chant, like Run DMC, right? 
And then Biggie was like, he had he had the timing of a jazz man, and he didn't write his shit down. So like his musicality. Plus, he's from what is, is his mother's Jamaican, right? Yes. Is that what Biggie's yes. from? Jamaica. His mother. Yeah, Jamaican? yeah, yeah. Okay. Mother Jamaican. So he yeah. has like the oh, yeah, island the flavor, the jazz mm-hmm. flavor, and then he has like I'm not writing shit down. So his musicality is crazy. Dre, I don't know Dre's background in terms of like his lineage and whatever. But I'm pretty sure Dre Dre wrote like the, like you can't you can't spit that shit. You got to write that shit. Everything you just said that that like day in the life. Does this about. apply? Y'all know what he's doing what? now. He's walking around playing his flute, airports and pull up. Yeah, playing the flute. And he's and he's selling handmade bootleg Anita Baker T-shirts. Bro. And he makes and he made himself into a musician. Now I can relate to that because when I started playing basketball, he I, made himself into an artist. Yes, I was when I started playing basketball. I was um self-made all the way. I had certain athletic gifts. I could jump and run, but my body wasn't the most coordinated. I used to play football. I made myself into a decent basketball player. I can hold my own. I'm watching this guy make himself into a musician, an art, no artist. I like I like that artiste trying out everything, which always made his MC MCing sharper, where he can still jump on Laffy Taffy remixes and still rip it. He he's one of the few. I Not guess old Rich heads. Boy remix. <laughs> yeah, one of the few old heads that they they oh yo yo come on. I know they don't do it now. It's not as it's not as popular as it was two three years ago. Like he's not on a little yachty song, but he's on um he's on a, he's on everything though. He's on yeah, Rick Ross. I, I, he's, he's on Frank Ocean. Yep, albums. he's on Frank like, Ocean. He's on um he's on um Anderson Pack. He's album. on the biggest albums every year. I just heard his verse on um it's like. A Rick Ross song called Sixteens or some shit like that. Yup. Sixteen's not enough. My God. Yup. He does like the, sixteen the one bars on that shit. Did you guys hear the verse ever hear his verse with Devin the Dude? I heard yep. about it. Yep, I'm not sure job. I'm it. just doing my job. That joint. It's him, Snoop, and uh that joint is crazy. Here, here's some of the lyrics. Rolling like, up just some basically rolled up the speed again. That joint huh, is crazy. He I was playing in the car with my wife. He plays it back to like Singing, singing folk songs, but not no kumbaya, my lord. You download it for free, and we get charged back for it. I know you're saying they won't. They won't know, they won't visit. Besides, I ain't a thief. They won't pay me a visit. So if I come to your job, take your corn on the cob, and take a couple kernels off it, that would be all right with you. Hell no. Yeah, exact to mundo. But we just keep recording, and it ain't to get no condo. And candy Bentley fanning with no panties in Miami. And that cute little chick named Tammy that you took to the Grammy. See, we do it for that boy that graduated. That look you in your eyes real tough and say appreciate it. And that he wouldn't have made it if it wasn't for your CD number nine. And he's standing with his baby mama Kiki. And she crying, talking about that they used to get hot to me in hot school. And they used to make love to me in college. Then they told me about their first date. Listening to my tunes and high heat Like to fingernail polish I say hate to cut you off but I gotta go I wish you could tell me more But I'm off to the studio Gotta write tonight Hey, can you put us in your rap? I don't, I don't see, see why, why not, not. Devin's a dude, dude. You gonna probably hear him talking about Come on, man And like, yo, why is it so relatable? Why does he know how to say things That almost everybody gone through 80%. Like, oh, man, I can relate to that. And be able to verbalize it. I'm not the best at that. I, you know, when we talk about these great guys, we always down on them. What? No, no, what I real, I've been listening to a lot of Andre lately. And know what I realize about him is you, you see Andre as this amazing technical rapper, right? Where he's just like fucking flexing styles. But so much of his style is just saying things in a very simple form. 
exact amount like that. Like that whole verse is very simple. But then he'll have like he'll have like a four bar stanza in the verse that's just like wild spaz out technical shit, and then he'll come right back to the smooth shit. So he always reminds you how fucking dope technically he is. Yes. Yep. But then he just always comes back. It's all about the writing with him. It's nothing. It's not about it's like all outshining somebody with like multis and technique. It's just basically the writing. Ferromont should have done that a little more. Just um. Yeah. Flex flex flashes. And then just nice smooth stuff, mm-hmm. straight up. And I love Pharrell. Yep. I think, but yeah. he he has that PST PTSD album is really good. No, no, no. I never fucked no. with that joint. I no, no, it. I never no, fucked no. with it. No, right, no. The answer is no. It's really here's good. No, it's hold not. On, hold on. Here's my here's my Andre contribution. Ready? I gotta read Hit this me. now because you guys all read some shit. Now I had to pull up my old ass laptop. It's twelve years old and it's still functioning. So I have like a playlist of Andre features. I, I've been playing this shit for years. I had the Devin and song on there. I got the Rich Boy remix. I got all them joints. The oh song with Lloyd and Nas, Street Love. I got fucking I Can't Wait with Sleepy. I got all these joints. I can't that wait. Shit, right? that, I'm pulling that um, up. He had a song. That's a, that, that's all. It's amazing. Son, he did a song with Gorillaz called Do Your Thing. Right? It's him and, and James Murphy from LCD Sound. Son, the the BPM is like 160 BPM. He's rapping fast as fuck. All right. Here's here's the rhyme. You're right. You guys never heard this. You probably never heard this. Okay. He says, "New word, onomatopoeia. Quick acting like you don't want you don't want to be here. Fuck around and get jumped like a leap year. Lock in the glove, make you really want to leave me alone. Get the fuck on gone. Okay, okay. Back to the happy song. Rap ain't nothing but the hard baseball y'all white no y'all can't taste all this fly shit i'm finna take off come on man and that's on some gorilla shit hold on let's do let's do it. i can't wait 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 leather in the summer silk in the winter this is such an art where do i begin her used to sing tenor in the church choir really i was flexing but the girls they were fine i'm that type of guy that know the subtle signs when i cuddle mine she ain't even trying Look sexy, but even if she was, so what? Motherfucker, grow up, don't mean to be so abrupt, but that lets me know that she's a human being, and being human's hard on the boulevard. Girl, you got it bad, glad I'm not one, but yet you got it good. You are the hot one, but I'm Andre, Benjamin Andre to be exact. You'd hope to meet a gentleman one day, well, this is that. In fact, Dookie introduced us at a show about a year or so ago, I don't know. Mine slips me, I'm in the southern states, you know, why all the pimps be dressing all boogie and carrying ugly cups. And yes, you're getting booed if your shit do not get down and yes you're getting sued by women who didn't get up out they seat on the bus and feet shouldn't rust and beat is a must and we shouldn't lust but we do i'm laughing at the calendars and clocks ask Scott to match the socks what's in your speaker box pink and blue you're lollygagging you're slow poking you got me open you're playing with me darling i'm not a toy as if i need a baker brings the joy you're kinder the tiner meaning the real mccoy i can't wait that motherfucker, man. Yo, yeah, man. that flow was burned into my memory. I only know how to do it that way. Me too. Crazy. He did a verse with fucking Kesha. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, fucking Kesha. Yep. 
Yep, I'm looking it up now. Fuck that shit. Let's look it up. Dog, I got it right now. It goes, we start out so cute in our baby pictures that mama shot for daddy so he wouldn't forget you. He forgot anyway, but hey, one day he'll remember. If not, he's human. I'm human. You human. We'll forgive him. God gives him this ultimatum. Can't see how mama hates him. He's such a cool ass guy. Then wonder why she date him. I'm only eight. I'm not old enough. Guess it's complicated. Two parents dwelling. Two spelling has got so underrated. Got so underrated. Come on. For a fucking Kesha song called Mercedes. About a, about a deadbeat father. They're, they're like the weight in that, yo. Come on, yo. Mm. I know we're just praising them listeners, but like this is really, when you dive, when you start diving deep on Andre, it really becomes like this cavern of just, just great wall paintings un, untouched that nobody can fuck with. You can't find a dent in this man's armor. He puts, he puts, he gotta put the work in. You know the work is in there. We're MCs, y'all. Yeah, guys. What's it going, people? This is Curly Castro here. Just reminding y'all that my album Tosh is still available. You can find it at a number of places, mainly backwithstudios.com, wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com. And if you just see me in the street, you know, holla at the kid. Alright? Thank y'all for all y'all support. One. All right, so think about this. What, what, what put to people this way? Well, when we first talked about covering him, I was like, he has the best career of all time. Mm-hmm. And what I what, what I was thinking when I said that was, he is the best career ever because he has wall to wall hits in Outcast, and he doesn't tour. He doesn't nope. even fucking tour. Well, no, they okay, did. Remember they did like, that the t- jumpsuit tour when he had the um, phrases on the jumpsuit. They did that. I was like two a years couple, ago, like Coachella. They, they did yeah. a couple shows, and then they did that run when, after that. Right. Yeah, but when when Heya, yeah, but when Heya popped, they didn't tour off that fucking album. No, he didn't want to. Massive because he was bored. He didn't want yep. to do it. He didn't want to. So he probably cost him and Big Boy minimum like five million dollars. Yeah, five. Because son, he could have done no, Heya on Letterman. Five, five. Night show, every late night show, he could have done Hey Ya with a, you know, with a accompaniment. Everybody no, dressed he together. Just tore off that. He could have tore off Son, that. Hey Ya could have been in the years. Super Bowl. It could have been at the finals. They could have done halftime at the All Star. Yeah, game. you're right. That that was that type of song. He did, he did do it at the halftime of the All Star game. He did, he did. Do yeah, it I remember like, that. But I'm I'm talking all of those. Like you know, when we later. get sick of it. Yeah, when we get sick of it, like all of those events would have hired him for that song. It was such a and you know that y'all and, right. and listening. That song was six seven years old when they finally dropped that. That's why you shit, never know. Bro, I was working at a record store when that shit came out, bro. I never seen so many old white men come and buy Outkast album until So hey, think he was trying that, that style six years prior and didn't have com- confidence into because that was a style switch, right? When we saw that, everybody was like, oh. Well, it, it was supposed to be on Stankonia. Exactly. Yeah, it was supposed to be on Stankonia. They said, nah, it's, it's too early. For so people. I'm sorry, four years? Oh, four years but prior, he, right? Stankonia was like four years before that. It's right? like three or four. Yeah, three, like three or four, or four okay. years old. Okay. Um, but, but so, all right, so he has Hey Ya in the stash. Yeah. yeah. How can yeah, you yeah. hold on to that, y'all? So he has so he has he has Hey Ya in the stash, right? He's got that in the stash. He's got all the outcast songs in his you know, Rosa Parks, Elevators, Jet, all them joint. He's got all that shit, right? Then he's got the production. We forget about that. So he oh, was doing God, beats for yes. like Gwen Stefani. He was doing um he was doing all the outcast beats too with with him and Dre and uh Earth Tone Three was their first production production. It was no him, Big Boy, and DJ Head. DJ Head, DJ Head yep. was the third one, yeah. Or yeah, no, yeah, I forget, I forget DJ. Right, so he, DJ had, so he was getting money off like, cause he did a beat for like, 
he did fucking um, Roads of Parks, all that shit he did. So he did all them joints, right? Then later on, he was doing beats for like like Yellow Wolf and Quest of like he's got he's got credits. And coincidentally, on the Love Below and Speaker Box, they produced for each other. You know, a couple of tracks Dre did. For him, um, he did the Ghetto Music yeah. beat, the best beat on fucking Speaker Box. How do I to get out? Ooh. Yeah, Ghetto Music. He did that shit. That's crazy. That joint's crazy. Um. Oh, and he has. Oh, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, massive fucking smash. He's got. I didn't like yo. Belt. I didn't like that song when it first dropped, y'all. I think I didn't like the key. I didn't like the. I didn't like the um the organ, the, the out of key organ. Even that joint. He forever, forever, ever, forever, ever, forever, never seems that long until you're grown. Yo, he kills that shit. That's that's one of the few songs where Big Boy outshined him though. Big Boy's ripping because because Big Boy's talking from a personal. And Big Boy's talking from real personal, like really dealing with two baby mothers and their mothers. Like that's, but think of that concept, yo. Not just the mothers of the children, but their grandmothers that you might not be cool with anymore, or that they mm-hmm. they are still the one that's cool with you, even the mother hates you or something like that. That was right. a big song. I had a big reach. Video was yep. banging. Get F. Gary Graves song with the big scarf and the um and the Scully, the Scully and the no shirt with the scarf. Oh, all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's smiling and shit. No shirt. So he, so he's got that. So he, so he's got like ten certified smashes, of bombs over Baghdad. He did Come that. Come on, like, yo, yo, man. Insta smashing up on the ground, on the pounds when I stomp the ground. Who, like a million angry things, you can stop the train when you. You Who wants something? Don't come unprepared. I'll be yo. So that's not even counting like songs for Goody Mob. Not, you know, soundtrack joints he did for like Black New Ice. Jersey Drive. Black Ice is crazy. Watch for the hook. This motherfucker is loaded with hits, right? He had like, from like '93 to like '06, Idle Wild. Oh wait, one of his most underrated moves is breaking my man Slim Calhoun and being on that song. Um, it's okay, it's all right, girl. It's okay. It's a uh, um. I don't uh, know all the all these girls want to Yeah. But Slim was his, uh, and Killer Mike was on um, Big Boy. It's okay. Uh, look it up. It's called. It's they, okay. It's right. real. It's, it's real rare. I have it, but they they took it down like on some streaming site. So look it up. Did on. he make the beat for Toilet Tisha? Probably. I mean, they were all doing. They were all trading off shit. So probably. Ever. Toilet and especially Tisha. When, when did they stop like using Dungeon Family a lot? When they started producing for themselves more? Was that AT Aliens? When they started producing for um, themselves more? Pro, pro, no, no, no. Pro, Probably Equimini. Uh, no, Equimini. Is, is the beginning of them. And then yeah. Stankonia is fully ATL produced is by. All Dungeon Family. That, that's, that's all Dungeon Family. And then Stankonia is full yeah. outcast. That's all them. That's all them. We didn't talk about that. But he, he's got like smash songs in a group where he's doing the beats and rhyming alongside big boys doing the beats and rhyming and, and Mr. DJ on it. And then he just has like, you know, solo smashes, quote unquote, like, hey, yeah, shit. And even like, uh, what was that song? Um, Roses. Frozen like the thank yo shit don't stand. That joint, that was a big oh, hit. Hold on, hold on. It's a Georgia and Muldrow song boo, boo, boo. that Andre repurposed. Give it, give it praise to do. Georgia and yeah, it's Georgia and it? yeah, it's her song first. Yes, it no, is. yes, it is. Roses. No, no, you're, you're thinking the most stuff, bro. You're thinking the most. That's, that's no, no, that, that's most. That's most took Georgia's song. That ain't Dre. Oh yeah, yeah, on ecstatic. Oh god, okay, that's oh sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So right. So then Pete does. So that's right. So so Outkast like just like like they they go on ice for like fifteen years. They're like, yeah, we're not broken up, but we're not like really doing anything. International's either. players anthem. Don't forget. 
International Play Anthem, which was a... Oh, my God. He was on that. Then they played on their wedding. It turns into a wedding song. You no, know, I, I had that at my wedding. I, yeah. I, had, I had the instrumental. I heard you made a wedding song? You're a hardcore no. hip-hop group? What he Come says... On, yo. What he, yo. What he says in the video when he's dressed in a kilt, he's like, I got a little Irish in me. Like, why are you wearing that on? Why are you wearing that at 3,000? Like, I got a little Irish in me. Because they're asking him in the video, UGK and them. But I'm just saying, no one's ever had, had a career where they have 13 years worth of fucking hits, credits, out the ass. And then he's like, yo, my main money-making operation, I am not doing that anymore. Okay? No Outcast tours, no Outcast albums. Barry Sanders is Right. And it's not like he was like, Big Boy was like, well, fuck that, I'm making albums. Like Sir Lucius Left Foot, which is a banger. That joint, even the second one, Dangerous Lies and Rumors, that joint's crazy. Right? Yo, Big Boy Soul albums are funky as shit. They're, they're, they're so slept on. But Dre don't even do that. Nope. Dre is like, yeah, you know what I'll do? I'll just sit in my crib and learn <laughs> instruments. And then, like, four times a year, I'll do a verse. And they will shut the world down. He's a Svengali. He's just wandering the earth, absorbing life. Like, that's amazing. That that lifestyle is fucking incredible. His son just graduated college. Yes, and his dad has never his his dad hasn't put out an album since Idlewild in like '06. Yep. That's the last time he was on a full album. I think he's gonna pop one out on the show. Just the immediate drop, like Beyonce and Jay Z and stuff. He's gonna drop one just out of the blue. I swear, y'all. I know it, and it's gonna be a month. A little, a little Would short you say though. that he's our generation's version of Gil Scott Heron? Ooh, that's a pretty... Now, here's my thing. I always had a problem with Gil Scott because I kind of didn't like the singing at first. Like, I was against it at first. But then I got better. But check this out. He did drop some music recently, y'all, like a year ago. But um, he dropped them two songs. Yeah, Dre. Yeah, two songs. One for, like, his mom. Valentine's Day joint. The song was for his mother. Yeah, they were kind of wild. Okay, but let's get to that. Let's let's dive into that. Gil Scott. It was like an acid jazz joint. Um, Alaska, expound on that for the listeners that might not be familiar. Well... I mean, he's he's basically like Gil Scott's kind of a renaissance man. Like yeah. he's an author, he's a musician, he's a fucking poet, he's an uh, an activist, yeah. he's a singer. Like he basically does so much shit. He just basically is like a dude that is present in the world and of the time, right? And he he does a great job on capturing the little moments within the modern time for whatever that might be. I feel like Andre is the same way. Like there, there's this sort of fly on the wall approach to the way he looks at things. Right? Yes, good, good, good description. But being able to stand outside of it, he's able to deliver that fucking realness. So he could he could discuss yep. like the beauty of a scene, and then within it, like really fucking hone in on the poignant moment. Like the the perfect examples in the art of storytelling, where he's like, you know, they're hanging out talking about, and he's like, you know, what you want to be when you grow up. And she's that like, stops you right there. You can't, you yeah. can't let that bar on, go by man. without you going, oof, like exhaling. That's an exhale bar. No, and nobody, nobody in hip hop writes shit like that. Nobody, and and dudes that you consider like that, that they consider like emo and emotional, that focus on strictly writing emotional shit, they don't fucking come close to that. He he takes everything they've ever written and destroys the it. Closest with one, one line. that I guess tied to tapping that emotionality is Cuddy. But he's just not the lyricist. Is that close? Y'all think? No. Not even fine. Okay, sorry. Close. Scrap that. Anybody? Yeah, right. I don't think it's the same universe. All right, who who else emotes like him, MC wise, or just gets close? 
Nas? He's, you know what, you know what's amazing about him? Like he, I, and I, no, no, no. He, he's, he's, okay. So the way, the way Nas does shit, it's like, 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 I don't know, like, like, like JJ Reddick said about Ben Simmons, where he was like, Ben Simmons, like, is like looking at the game of basketball behind a wall of glass. Yeah, 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 yeah. To me, like, that's Nas. Like, Nas is like viewing his rhyme writing, everything about him is like, like, he's like, he's like a museum exhibit, right? The eternal third person. He's always talking in third person. Right. Like, he's on some extra level, like, voyeurism shit that I could never touch the way Nas approaches things. Dre, he's the watcher. He's the watcher. Dre, right. Dre, Dre is like super introverted, but like, like accessible in a way that, like, Nas is like removed. Like, Nas is like so outside of the realm of humanity. Like, the way he phrases and like his point of view. Whereas, like, like Alas was saying, like, Dre, (laughs) Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, yes. Whereas Dre is like 43, 44, whatever. And when he was doing like remixes and popping up on all these songs, it was like he was on the fucking John Legend joint, yep. Green Light, which is a jam of a song. And he's like freestyling at the end, like picking up some chick. And then he's like laughing and singing, like, Yo, Legend, you can't be behind that piano forever. Got to get up and move. So, like, he's like, like, the, like the introverted kid who can like turn the fuck up at a party and have every chick like on him. But he, but he'd rather like be in his house, like read a book. Isla Wild was the first flashes of that. He's yeah, fucking Isla Tim Wild Duncan. Was when he started flexing, singing because he was playing. He's got well, more right, so check this than out, Tim Duncan. Check it out. So y'all didn't, see, y'all didn't watch. Yeah, he definitely. Did. Y'all didn't watch um, Isla Wild. So Isla Wild is, you know, the movie. They're playing characters. It's a decent movie because a lot of times, you know, and I love Master P, but we always look for production values when it comes to rappers making movies, right? Does it look good? Does it look like a film? You know, does it look cheesy? Like they let their mm-hmm. homeboy do it. So Idlewild had all this production value. They're a mega million dollar hit, um, hit rap group. So they can demand, you know, real directors, cameras, and all that stuff. So it's like this speakeasy type thing. There's musicals parts to it, and the soundtrack is banging. But the soundtrack is not the music they use in the movie. The music they use in the movie is from their records. Um, some stuff from um, I think there's maybe one, two speaker box songs, but like some stuff from um. Uh, from Tankonia and stuff. It's those songs in there. But then the soundtrack. Dude, ho- Hollywood Divorce. The soundtrack is something crazy. else, y'all. So let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Oh. So because he's playing this character who's a musician in the movie, he's almost like playing himself coming out of his musician closet. And he, he's playing the guitar, he's dancing and stuff like that. So then when he came with, you know, the Love Below and stuff like that, I was ready. And, you know, all the stuff they tried on Stank on you, I was ready. Because um, when it comes to Dre and him singing and stuff like that, I'm telling y'all the truth. I didn't want it to go the way of CeeLo. I didn't want it to go the way of Lauryn Hill. I started thinking like, oh, man, he's going to stop rapping more. And it's like, I don't mind when they do it, but it seems like they just stop rapping more and more. Stop rapping. You know what I mean? Like the rapping always diminishes when they when they want to make. You know, you know what it's like, though? When you, when, you, when, you, when you said that, like how you just phrased that, like. I wish, like Ghostface, yeah. stopped rapping and started crooning. Because when when all them people like Common, Q-Tip, CeeLo, they were like they, they they basically took like a two three year sabbatical where they're like you know I'm gonna like pick up a fucking trumpet mm-hmm. and learn how to play. I'm gonna start singing. I'm gonna do this right because that's what they were feeling. But from them, because back then like 
their only way to get money was people rapping. aren't musically gravitating even though they rap you know z some people aren't gravitated to actual musical output just because they rap. right you know right i mean ghost we I'm gotta give ghost credit like, for just keep kicking the tire when, when they did that it, it allowed them right. to take a break and come with the come with something new, yeah 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 but like but 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 dre like like dre has has spit and recorded like 80 percent less raps yeah. than ghostface Indeed. in the last 20 years Indeed. like it's not even close like ghostface Indeed. laps him all day but when dre when dre does shit like everyone yeah. stops to pay attention whether you're 25 like when he, when he was on like earl's shit frank ocean shit it's not because he's like yo young boy like, frank ocean shit, he got 40 bars on frank yeah, like ocean he snaps on that shit but it's like Yo, and, and like Ghostface pops up on some random like new songs and albums here and there, but like the world doesn't stop to be like, oh shit, what's the last time they did that was the special delivery when they added, remember they, no, no, two times. It was a special delivery remix. And then he killed And that then shit. what song were they using his hook? Um, Remember they were using his line? Oh, was it a J Electron? No, and then they finally put him on the song. Oh, Ghost Godflow. New Godflow. Yeah. New Godflow. The... New Godflow. Shake that body, party that yo, <laughs> and then and then they had a remix with him. He how was his rhymes on that? Yo, they he killed that shit. The remix B with him, that, that's like a B plus rhyme from Ghost. Okay, he yeah. kills that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Pusha and uh, Kanye. Okay. But I'm just okay. saying, like Dre. But that was a, his last moment where people stopped. Yes, but like okay, so like there's the thing I've been thinking about, like in a larger scale of like what what do we actually really need for most rappers? Like, do we really need like seven albums, four albums? Do we need all like someone like Black Sheep? We only need that one album from Black Sheep, and I love dress. Love I it. love dress. No, I would say we don't need it because we deal, we well, we deal with what we have, right? So the Fugees gave us two brick, two one trash album, one good album. We just take it. Right. Biggie passed away. We, we take it. That's you know what, what I'm saying? Need. But then we Hyro has twenty releases, right? But we don't. We, need we let them stay too. Like Hyro yeah, and Corey right, has like twenty releases. But like even Jay, like you know, Alaska has some insane ideas about what Dre, what, Dre, what, what Jay albums we need and which ones are great, which aren't. But I'm just saying, so like <laughs> with, with Andre, Andre is like, so we have all the Outkast albums that are fucking anywhere from like very good to fucking outstanding, right? And then he just picks and chooses like, oh, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to be on a Rick Ross song this year. Cool. I'm going to be on a Gorilla song this year. Okay. I'll be gone for a year. Fine. I'll come back. I'm on a song with Earl or fucking Rick, anybody. Like, Kesha. Okay. Here's a question. A triple question. Who do you think is more Byzantine to get a feature from? Like, what do you, hoops you have to jump through? Dre, Doom, or Catching Up With Madlib? What do you think is the more Byzantine, you think, Labyrinth? Like, all right, put it this way. I remember, like, I remember, like, um, I remember, like, there was a story that where, like, Kendrick was playing Dre, um, Good Kid, Mad City, before, right before it dropped. And then, you know, he was playing okay. him like, like, bitch, don't kill my vibe, which is basically an outcast song, right? Just like for Dre to fuck with it and Dre fuck yep, with it. Yep. And then like, yes, it and then Dre is on, um, um, 30 hours on Life of Pablo where he's just doing the hook 30 hours. He's just doing that part, right? I, oh, that's it's him? him. Oh, I hate that record. I mean, I hate the record. That, I hate that the record doesn't call me back to listen to it again. That's, right. that's my, I, I, it takes, it's hard for me to pump that. Anyway, so I'm just saying like, you can get, you can like get at him to peep shit, but like for him to actually sit and like record and rap on your shit, I feel like that's mm-hmm. some that's a whole other level shit to actually like write a verse for you and record it. Y'all think he writes? 
Y'all think he's yeah. still right? Alaska, you think he's still right? Andre? Or you think he's, he's writing in his head? Um, yeah, that's, that, that, that's pen game. I don't know. Pen game. You know, it has I think, to be a pen game. Hmm. It's like he's old school. There's such a pocket to it, though, that it, it feels like, I don't know, it's hard to say. I mean, he's just such an enigma to me. I don't know what the fucking deal is with him. I feel like he could just like show up in your neighborhood and be eating a sandwich. He'd be like, yo, you want to record? He'd be like, all right, come through. <laughs> I, would like, I really it. feel like that's how it would happen, Andre. I feel like he's like the Bill Murray of rap. I was about to say that, you motherfucker. I was literally about to drop <laughs> nice. it and steal the whole podcast right. by being like, yo, he's the Bill Murray of rap. He's in Zombieland, but then you don't see him in a movie for fucking two years. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, just comes through. Nice. Nice one, yeah. Yeah, you're right. He's Bill Murray. He's just like there. Yeah. I've been here the whole time. See, yeah, I feel like he could be at your too? at your neighbor's mm-hmm. house and hear you rapping and be like, yeah, let's do something. In a world of cornball rapper MCs at the tough scary Dark of the Super and I love Quite the Contrary. Welcome to the Hellhole Store. I love you. The world's going to shit. Three the hard way. The new album from the Hellhole Store. Store. Hey, hey, buy my cassette, you fucking jerk. Already dead tape. Stopbandcamp.com. And what I'm saying is his career is so ill in that he does not have to create to eat. Like his catalog is so insane and he's so straight. Like this motherfucker have been platinum since he was like 20. And he's like 42, 43 or some shit. But he also diversifies his po- his, po- his portfolio. You know, he he does that sneak. What's that sneaker thing? Uh, tra- 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 Tretorns. Tra- tra- I don't know how to pronounce oh, it. Oh, nice. Is he doing tree torns? I love tree torns. Yeah, he's 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 their he's their um he's their main um model and all that. But here's my yeah. one regret about Dre. My one regret about Dre that I think they dropped the ball on him and Big Boy. When they made the Outcast clothing line, uh, they should have had stuff based on Dre's style at that time, just at that time, so we're not copying too much of his style, and stuff based on Big Boy's style at that time. Because remember, Big Boy was a big fur coat. Yeah, but, but he was also on the throwback shit. He was on. The, he was the first dude rocking the Mitchell on that shit. Right. So, so not like not cheesy, like putting a throwback on a t-shirt or you know putting a pimp cup on a t-shirt, but just hints of that style. I was waiting for like Argyle stuff on long sleeves. Like that, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, I remember them saying like, well, you remember because he, he did like his own line of like southern hats or scarves or umbrellas or some shit. Like he ended up doing like some yeah. of his own little boutique shit. Yeah. But he said about the whole outcast clothing was basically like that was the era of like the hip hop clothing brands. Like Fat Joe had clothing and Nelly yeah, and fucking Busta and So basically someone stepped to that and was like, yo, yeah. What did Busta have? He had Embushi. What did Bushi have? Or Mbushi. Oh, God, Mbushi, yeah. 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 yeah, he had all that shit. Yeah, these Andre kicks are pretty nasty. The, leather, the full leather They're pretty suit. ill. Um, yeah, like see three, that? 300 bucks. I was keeping them. Look like Theodorus. Dog, they're 28 bucks. Uh, is that, are you serious? 
Yeah, I'm looking Wait, at what'd right you now, say, Alaska? 28 bucks. What'd you say? Dude, them shits were not that costly. We're all year. getting a pair. Call out culture. We're all getting a oh, pair. I'm looking at it right out now. Culture. Call out culture is, um, I'm copping. I'm copping. I might cop some this weekend. Sell a couple of CDs. Yo, listeners, buy some Fidel Deluxe CDs so I can buy these three to one joints and, and praise yeah, Andre. Yeah, the most expensive pair I've seen is 68 bucks. Yo, on some real listeners, peep this, listeners. I don't ever address people as listeners, but listeners. Please help Curly Castro shoe game because he needs to be rocking the fly fucking Andres. And them shits are right. They're right in his age range during his price range. I just cop that shit at, at fucking Wrecking Crew. I should have four kid. pairs of PG2s. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, just on real, the man. real though, there's like, there's not a lot of, lot of, lot of versions left. And the, the okay. Dofer ones are actually women's shoes. So. Don't worry about it. We'll make it work. Just a heads up. The twenty-eight dollar one. No, the doper. The, Did you just burst the my doper designs are the women's shoes. The men's shoes aren't yeah, really that trail. fly. But what size do they have? I don't know. Maybe they have men's sizes in the women's shoe. Oh, I'm gonna look at it. I'll check it out. I'm tripping. That shit is ill. But anyway, right. anyway, so I'm just saying, like, well, you know. his, 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 his lifestyle is just like doing whatever the fuck he wants, which is like completely art centered he's like oh, i'm gonna play the saxophone i'm gonna play the flute i'm gonna draw pictures of anita baker i'm gonna make handheld handmade t-shirts i'm gonna make some sneakers with these motherfuckers like he is the embodiment of i'm gonna live my life and let it grow organically he's gone in those type of directions things that fell into his lap i don't think he's ever like pushed and you know what's amazing about him is too it's like from from a from a philosophical standpoint he he gets all these major fucking looks on big event albums because number one, like when you get him, he's so exclusive. Like you, there isn't, there isn't like 15 verses a year, three mixtapes, two EPs, four collabo albums with some, like if you get him, it's like he's going to bring his fucking a plus game. And that's one of like the two or three verses per year. That's going to be out that year. And then it's like, Okay. When it, he's one of the few features that actually mean yes. something. The, the cultural moment feature. Mm-hmm. It actually means something to get this guy on something. You know what I mean? That shit is incredible. And then, yep. but, and, and what I'm getting at too is like, he doesn't, he literally chases nothing. Exactly. Exactly. Nothing, he's never in pursuit of like, that this better break on radio. This, this needs to be the hit so I can go on tour. This needs to be bigger than Hey Ya. This needs to be bigger than elevate nothing no he's ne- nope. he's never competed with anything ever but c- can we say that he's played jimmy Andre is one of the few <laughs> like the few hip-hop artists that has aged gracefully he's aged probably the best yes i can agree with I that. Mean, between, it's between ever. him yep. and jay-z are like the two models for like aging well at this point right he's he, i think he's aged and people wouldn't compare them to like that that's funny he he well Jay had a little low. Jay had a little low. Jay had but, some I low. Mean, they both, you know what I mean? They've both aged to the point where they're not embarrassing themselves. You know, like Jay, Jay's not. Jay was like for moments. He was making shitty records, but he was still like. I mean, but you know, but like that, yeah, but that's a pocket. Kingdom Come is a pocket. It's not the whole record is trash. That's a bad album. That's a dud. That's a dud. And Blueprint Three is a is a nightmare too. It's a dud. Um, oh, and Ma- Ma- Magna Carta's got duds, but it's got a couple. Oh of my God! Don't why you bring that up? I told you don't bring that up to me. Because it's it's got the Rick Ross joint, which is crazy. It's got it's got some. It's got no, some I don't listen to that. Don't bring that. Don't bring that record. Put it that way. Way. Put that album's fucking whack. He's 
put it this way magna carta has got hot beats it's just that jay's the worst part of the album the beats on there are banging he's corny <clears throat> Hey, call out culture listeners. This is Alaska. Uh, I finally made a commercial because I finally taken to the project of putting all of my music into one page. I had numerous pages spread throughout the internet, but now you can find my full catalog, everything I've done at one spot. It is thatrapperalaska.bandcamp.com. That's me, Alaska, aka That Rapper Alaska. Dot bandcamp.com Give it a listen. If there's anything you like, break a full off. Peace. Why don't we uh why don't we wrap up with this section just kind of going back into your original point about like Andre's run? Since there is no greatest. There's just like a time when when, when you could touch being the greatest at the moment or whatever. I mean at this point Andre's like a force ghost. Yeah, he just like he just like shows up like Obi Obi Wan Kenobi and glows on the track and then fucking bounces because it's so rare to catch a song Frank Ocean and it's impact. Where is he going to be at Rick Ross? He's not even giving you a a timeline or a through line. He just you know he just knows when we need him and he comes in. He's like bam. Yep. Yep. Take my wisdom and roll. You know what's weird? He's oh wasn't he on on the Carter shit? What Carter shit? Wait, what? The Wayne joint. What was he on that album? The Carter Three? Because everybody was on that fucking album. Carter Three? Hmm. Was he on the new car? Was he on this new joint that Wayne just released? The Carter Five or whatever that was? The one that was locked down? Was he on that? Nah, that that, that, no. that was like the unreleased joints that he pulled from Cash Money. I can't remember if he was on the Carter Three. There was like an interlude he was on with them or something. But anyway, yeah. So. Right. He, was on, he was on a Drake song. He was on a Drake song with Lil Wayne. What shit. Drake song? I remember that too. What Drake song? It's called uh, it's called the Real Her off uh, Take Care that album. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's on Drake albums, by the way. There you go. He's on a fucking. Drake he's also album. on that Jeezy record with uh, Drake and Jay Z too. Oh, I do. My God, I knew I was right, that yo. On the stupid. Carter Four, he's on a song. I don't know if this is some mixtape shit with Tech Nine, Andre 3000, Bun B, Nas, Shine. Yeah, no, what's that? that's what I'm talking about. That was a that's one Nas song. It's eight minutes. Interlude. Oh, it's an interlude. Oh, I see it. Interlude. Tech Nine and Andre 3000. I see it. It's like, oh, they got the lyrics on it. So, yep. Yeah, wow. that's is stupid. Oh, wait. Let me look at it. Let me. I, I think I got it. Hold on. Let me. I'm pulling up on here. Is this it? the interlude joints? Tech Nine. Yeah. Let me. Carter see. Tech four. Nine. Yeah. I got it. I was thinking um, Andre 3000. <clears throat> Today I feel electric gray. I hope tomorrow neon black. I tell a nigga all those flows are borrowed. It's the Pharaoh three stacks. Three stacks. I woke up in Cairo, looking at stars so bright in the sky. I thought they were marbles. No cardos. What you call those? A whole carload of rawos in a Jeep Defender. Please remember, don't feed the symbol. Three's a symbol like nobody. He's a symbol of what safari pulled the ponytail to my body. She's the only girl that was smarter enough to call me Mr. Benjamin in the middle of a wild party. Skin with cinnamon, I pounded harder. I come the only girls that I thought of. All the light ones well tonight then we're gonna do it do it do it for the dark ones it's important that you are more than welcome, welcome to, to the, the Carter four, four and y'all enjoy it. i will go ahead and i'll kiss y'all on the forehead out come on man that's it
Wow. He knows he has this in the palm of his hand so he can be silly when he wants to. How about that, y'all? Yes. I know when I don't have to be that serious. He's he's very he's very poetic while also being like very direct and playful. Muhammad and what Ali. I was saying is like before Muhammad before, Ali before light we, on his we, feet. So before before we started recording, I said to Alaska, I remember an interview with him where he said like Q tip is his favorite rapper ever. And now very you, now you can get it. Because Q tip yep, totally get it. Yes. Totally get it. So he's better than Q tip and, and he's on the fucking tribe album too. He's on the last tribe album. That's all. Oh kids. yes, he don't is. Don't you know all this shit is fantasy? And it's just kids. him and Tip going back. Yeah, it's and him and Q tip. Oh my that's god, it. that's it. It's him and Tip. Yep. Oh, kids. Alaska. So he's put that, that one shit. in too, man. I don't care. I don't care. Put that. Put that <laughs> in the mix. We'll, man, we'll make please. a playlist. We'll, we'll make another playlist with all the Andre joints. How about that? All the Andre features. Kids, so, don't you know all oh, this shit is fantasy? One of, one of Andre's most endearing qualities as a rapper, which I don't think a lot of rappers have, is the motherfucker is charming. Yeah, right? he's charming. Like, he's like a gentleman, he'll do, but yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll smack you. Yeah. Like Doom. Yeah. Like Doom. He's like, like MF he Doom. Know, he knows how to make you feel comfortable. It's like, it's almost like he's flirting with all of us. Yes. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, he's just yes. like, he's. He knows. Is a seduction to it? There's a seduction to it, right? Yeah. There's a seduction Word, to it. Word, yeah. Wow, wow. That's that's a, that's a new one. I didn't even he's, think about it like that. He, he's wow. definitely been possessed by the spirit of the greatness. Yeah. And he and he learned how to harness it and take it with him. And that's what this segment is about. I don't know if he like traded part of his soul with part of the entity. And then just kept a little bit of it or made some sort of deal. Here's the thing about being being beholden by the spirit that we're talking about. He's so it, it's almost so perfect, he will always leave us one more. Even if he gives us another album. Even if he features on I mean, but maybe that's the thing. Sade's record. Sorry, next record. But even if he features on Sade's mm. next record, which I think could happen. You know what I mean? We'll still want more. I mean, maybe it's the thing about him where he's like you know, these other guys are all chasing it and he's comfortable letting it go. Like he could have kept trying to pump it. Like you said earlier, yes. he kept trying to pump out album after album after album, but that would have exhausted the, what he has. Yes. Right. So he's, instead he's he got takes a full it. Reserve. He's got a full reserve at all times. He doesn't hunt for it anymore. He lets it come to him. And I think, you know, when you're looking for it, you're looking in all the wrong places. Like you ever notice, like when you get separated from your people in like the supermarket, and you're walking around looking for people, you never find each other because the they're looking for you. The yep. second you stop, yep. The second you stop, within two to three minutes, boom, you're back together. Yeah. So I mean, maybe that's yeah. the key to Andre 3000's longevity is like he's not chasing the next song, the next hit, the next thing. He's just like, I'm gonna go over here and do what I got to do, and it'll come to me when it comes to me. He is not chasing the dragon. He is not the last dragon. He is the next dragon. <laughs> Coming in theaters this fall. You know, bro, I said that shit on, on Career Crooks album, bro. I said that shit on Career Crooks. Me. Nothing, well, nothing yeah, comes yeah. your way. I mean, when don't you, chase you guys it. see that a little bit as you get older too? Like if you yeah. if you still went at it the same way you went at it when you were younger, you would be completely wiped out. Can you say can you say Curly Castro and Zilla Rocket's career? Can you say that? <laughs> no, bro. We, yeah, we 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 were on we were on fucking TV down here two three weeks ago with in no the daytime and no effort. We didn't do shit. We just got asked to do it. I got a show 
February, that's February, July 20th here in Philly, or it leaves with Mahomes, Jake's Zero, and I are live, and mm-hmm. many more. Yo, man, the cash has reached out to me to do it. And we all did a song together on 96 Mentality, available now, $3pistol.com. Um, Announcements continue. Uh, I got a show back. July 19th in Brooklyn with the boy Big Breakfast wow. with my homie Prem Rock and Shrapnel. All right, man. So let 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 let's fucking wrap up our actual show. Let's tie it with a bow. Yeah. So July July nineteenth, Curly Castro is live in Brooklyn with Big Breakfast, Prem Rock, Shrapnel show. I'll be at or it leaves July twentieth with Yikes to Zero I Alive. Um, that's really it after, after that shit. Fidel, what do you got? Fidel Deluxe CDs. Hold on, Fidel Deluxe CDs are, will be available by the end of this month. So please put in pre-orders. It's still active. Fidel Rebel Hats, you can get yours now. Yeah, tell them who's on Fidel. Tell, wait, wait, tell, tell them who's on that album. Oh, you tell them. I like, I like when you pump my shit. Go ahead. All right, you got motherfucking Small Professor. You got Zilla Schablau. You got Georgia Schablau. and you got Georgia and Mole Drew is on that album. You got yep. um, I don't even remember after that to be real, but the album is the first curly. Oh, Blueprint. Blueprint did the first song on that bitch. Yep. Boogie Mandel is on there. Blueprint is producing. Boogie Mandel is on there. My man Blurry Drones from Seattle. Me and him from Five O'clock Shadow Boxers, the original. He's on that shit. That shit. The album is fucking banging as shit. It's from 2012. It came out on Man Bites Dog Records way before Rock Marcin on them signed to the label. We put the shit out with them cats, and now we're about to put the shit out. Never been on physical before. It got bonus joints. Got five, eight bonus, bonus five, joint. six, seven, eight bonus songs. Eight That's a lot of shit, bro. How, what's, what's the cost of that CD if you don't mind me? I think it's just seventeen dollars plus the, um shipping, not included. Wow, that, what a fucking deal! Look at that. No, come on, Shit seventeen put it down. without the shipping. That's a good fucking look. That's a good look right there. And then we got the fly fucking Fidel hats with the come with, on. The, with the automatic weapon with the, with the rose at the end. You know what I mean? You know you, it. You, you might get blown the fuck up. You might you might you might get a nice flower for your grave, bitch. You, you, you know Boom. what I'm saying? Fidel you know what I'm saying? We two sides of the coin. Fidel CDs. You know what I mean? You might, you, you might, you might get the gat. You might get the fragrance. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? You, you Tiananmen choose. Square. That's out there. Tiananmen Square. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah, just just support the kid. Cop that. But you know what? I, you know, we we got the Fidel Deluxe. But you know what else we got, Alaska? You know what else we got? What? Ninety six mentality. Ninety six mentality. That's I'm looking out. at the tape right Shit here. Is, I'm tape. I'm, Coming up, shut I'm, up, I'm sipping more tomorrow. Art, art, artwork done by the picture done by Alexander Richter, who is um a famous photographer. Ooh. We ain't even gonna hold you. Tell. 96 mentality. Tell. You know what I'm saying? Check. Let me tell you who's on here. Let me yeah. tell you who's on here. You we got Chong Wizard um, you know, scratching on here. We got a Sunny Jim production on here. We got Disco Vietnam, who's one of the most popular producers these days. You know what I'm on saying? I'm on today. there. He's on Band Dan Dillinger's on here. Ray West is on here. The enigmatic Vic Spencer is on here. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not playing. I alive, yeah. like to zero. You know what I mean? Quandary, Bloodwatch on that bitch. Expert Griff, like this is really like you know we putting out real quality products. Alaska's on the CD only, along with Ooh. fucking my man S Habib and Wally Clark. Ooh, and what's oh, the name of the song? The CD Master Key. That shit is called Master Key. We got oh, the fly CD T-shirts, only, you bitch. We got the fly mm, T-shirts. We got the dad hat. We got what y'all want, man. That you know what I'm saying? Okay. Alaska's on all That's of that. A $3 so if you want to get huh? Alaska shit, you better cop this record crew shit. We're not playing. We <laughs> also got uh, Wu-Tang Pope CDs. Alaska's on that. Only on the CD version. Ooh, there's only a couple left. I got like three yeah. left in my hand. That's it. 
Shit. Yeah. I also uh, I also created my own Bandcamp page. So. And what's on there? Tell tell the people what's on there though. Tell them. I mean, basically everything I have ever done is on there. It is twenty three records spanning over. I'm sorry, twenty one records spanning over twenty three years. God Adam. damn. And it's uh, it goes back to Adam's family, Hanger eighteen, sure. Crack Hanger. epidemic, Alcast, Adams, it. Words hurt. PJ Cats Alaska. Woo. Uh, Gordon Gatrell. You don't know about Gordon Gatrell, do you? I don't know about that. Gordon Gatrell is me, on. Paul, and Des. It's got summer stew. Desmatic. Desmatic? Yeah, but it's, uh, it's Desmatic. You know Desmatic? Mm hmm. Des from Albany? Yeah, me and him did a little jam called Cheez Its. Cheez Its. Right, uh, over a uh, Paul production. But anyway, you can find yeah. all of this at thatrapperalaska.bandcamp.com. <laughs> it's all there. <laughs> Everything. That's new. That's new hotness with old net. Let me tell y'all what's and, on and there. Me, oh, uh, speak, speaking of Andre. Wait, 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 wait. Let me tell you because people got to know. Wait, wait, hold it, hold it, hold it, see, hold it. If you go to Alaska's Bandcamp, you will find an Adam's gem. It's called Adversity Strikes. Everybody needs to go and listen to that song tonight. It's it's on the prequel album. Ooh. Towards the bottom of the page because one of the older works, but Adversity Strikes. My whole college career was powered by that song. Bong. And if you fuck with Andre three thousand. Why don't why don't we culture? end the podcast? And let's play it out with Adversity Strikes. I like Under that. that. Z, what you were about to say though? All right. I was about, about to say, say if you fuck with Andre 3000 and you fuck with Co-op Culture, you got to peep the Outcast Project, yes. which is Alaska rhyming over fucking Outcast instrumental. Oh, I forgot about and me that. And Curly Castro on that bitch. I'm on bang, the turn of the beat. That's true. You are. Yes. How about Crumbling that? Crumbling earth. Yeah. the angst. Yeah. We on there. Go check that out, y'all. We don't even so know we do stuff that I tied in. this podcast? We don't even know. If you fuck with this podcast... We should play that shit, bro, because you can always hear a version. Yeah, I'm going to play that shit heard. on the way out. Yeah, Look at that. that. Boom. Andre 3000. Snippet Adversity Strikes okay, played the whole hurt, thing out. Call out culture. Played both, both songs. Classic. Call out culture. Right. We do it in big. Wait, don't forget. We got a summer song out, y'all. It is summertime. Summer stoop. Go cop that. Oh, go that listen to it. It's on the record. Record bandcamp.com. It's hot. You know what I'm saying? It's banging song. Call out culture featuring Curly Castro. All right, y'all. Mm-hmm. We have fun. This is the Blade of Excalibur Next Dragon segment out. <laughs> we're, still work- we're still working on the name. <laughs> we're we're, we're right, shopping this shit. All right. All right, y'all. Peace. 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 You know, sometimes we're not prepared for adversity. When it happens, sometimes we're caught short. We don't know exactly how to handle it when it comes up. Sometimes we don't know just what to do when adversity takes over. <laughs> and uh, I have advice for all of us. I'm from the Adams fan, and it's the small things that count. The Adam is a small thing with a large destruction amount. I want to live a long life. life. I don't want to disappear with the sun rays when they fall over the mountain. So until then, life maintains. Callous is the antimantium nutshell frame. This shit ain't cotton, candy, ponies, the alarm.
I speak in kissing swords, but I don't know how to fence. But these words will make your head bop, but you must hold like the 39 souls that were told to hold on to the tail end of the hell bop. Divine parasite? Put a muzzle on it. Reality bites. Yo, kid, I'm Christ-like. Like how? Rhymes are flows and I walk among them like a traitor within a crew of 13. 13. With a cellular fingertip as ET to make contact with the unseen. Unseen. You're telling lies wearing gasoline Levi's. I'm trying to close the gap that bleeds. You continuously bite the hand that feeds. My life has become an odd number while you slept in. Wander the rings that I conquered through. Pondering through sentences I run after I meet the track. And cross the finish line in four minutes flat. I'm a peaceful cat, but I respect beef like a Hindu. And cross that far line and Adam's will feast on Indian barbecue. And I'm the Adam's fam, and it's the small things that count. The Adam is a small thing with a large destruction amount. to pass said by a wise man watching a fool pull a muse ass you know us black kids we all look alike so i'm born without a face because i don't want to be like mike unless he comes from starving happy harlem where that name is a pun because when you hungry it ain't fun man these cooks are us toy guns play with guns in the back of alleys chests falling leaves from dysfunctional family trees daughters and sons yeah i hold all my rhymes in my palms so when i drop lines there sometimes deeper than a penny that dwells, that dwells in the bottom of a thirsty wishing well in hell so appreciate these outspoken tokens from a member of the starship enterprise who built with the last vulcan and i'm from the adams fam and it's the small things that count and the adams is a small thing with a large destruction amount His name is Eric, oh, it's Magnus. Stop buying Buster after anarchy dismantled. Leaders of the new Noma, modern day Sambo. Rambo first blood was my neighborhood at one time. That's before the criminals were all killed by one time. At one time, they had my man curbside and hog tied. Funny how them pork lie. Face down, shot one time, but let me digress. Talk through smoke and survival. Hunting for that chalice, torching pages at the Bible. Crumbling my herb on a lost hang of vinyl. Think I'm pulling Eminem and still a hook from Dido. Finley and Jordan. 
substances in Michael. Kept a heavy chain, but my maesters never pie sell. Cast a mere reins, master flex broke the record. Dropped during rush hour, now that is is a legend. On this lazy Sunday, smoky is my heaven, and revenge tastes better with a lucky number seven. You heard? I sometimes need to slow down and reshape my world. I'm just taking a day, just taking a day. I'm just taking a day, just taking a day. Lazy afternoons and nights with my best girl. I'm just taking a day, just taking a day. I'm just taking a day, just taking a day. Sunday, bloody Sunday, bloody Mary brunches, errands like a motherfucker, fair we talking lows, daughter to the fuck, avoid small talks with random parents, nothing I hate more than small talk, random parents, that's what my dad was on, me, I'm on my wrath of con, raft in the ocean, got the bows and bumping mastodon, can't waste energy on peeps I'll never see again, it's stupid and it's pointless, like everything on CNN, the world feels like a powder keg, I'm doing powder keg stains, what the album was the best album by Redman, so of course I got it bumping in the minivan, dancing in my seat, sunglasses on the Jimmy Jam, bruh. I'm shimmy, 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 yeah. Ooh, baby, I like the roll. You might can find your homie throwing down at the oyster bar. Redstones and little necks, I might even hoist the yard. A shot of heart, followed by a PBR. Makes me sentimental like graffiti cars and greeting cards. Oldies bumping out the bar, secret of the landing star. Cooler filled with pills, on the grill, a lime and chili chalk. I sometimes need to slow down and reshape my world. Just taking a day, just taking a day, I'm just taking a day, just taking a day. Lazy afternoons and nights with my best girl. I'm just taking a day, just taking a day, I'm just taking a day, just taking a day. Verse two, coming with that French press brew. Sumatra fresh ground, cream and sugar will do. An omelet with tomatoes, cheese, mushrooms, and bacon. My Sunday morning scruff, the wife thinks I need to shave it. But I'd like to grow a beard if I could look weird like Stephen Hyde. Is that a bridge too far or more a peak inside? I'm still the same Alaska that started at the New Eureken. But my parents have a daughter for the weekend. Romantic dinners with the wife and sleeping mad late. Your fuck a rap show, these assholes trying to mad face. You're too aggro, plus your flow is whack, bro. I'm busy eating brunch and after that I'm back at Lowe's. I gotta get these cabinets in the kitchen, it's a mess. And hun, I love the way you look in that particular dress. So we need a toe kick and a masonry bit. Plus a nickel plate to finish and to make it legit. I can't be on the slot tip, I want a sense of accomplishment. Even if my hands hurt and I smell like a rhinoceros. So what, I spent my Sundays doing manual labor. I could be tomorrow's king like Lama Manual later. Today was a perfect day, a perfect day. Today was a perfect day, a perfect day. Today was a perfect day, a perfect day. Today was a perfect day, today was perfect. I sometimes need to slow down and reshape my world. I'm just taking a day, I'm just taking a day. I'm just taking a day, just taking a day. Lazy afternoons and nights with my best girl. Taking a day, I'm just taking a day, I'm just taking a day, I'm just taking a day.
They say hell is hot, well let me be your DMX assist All existential angst and that's the motherfucking thanks I get these motherfucking banks and debts Mortgages in private schools, more problems and less money I'm rummaging through pirate jewels Sean Astin and Cooney shit, broadcast news in Albuquerque Sweating through my shirt like big pun, this year I'm off the books Tired of the awkward looks, homie they feel so knowing I wanna be like David Bowie, maybe be like Leonard Cohen Hallelujah, abuya, I use nothing but riddle speak I'm only known to purest obscure shit like I was little feet Let me take my beatings like Mitch pitching in Middle League I feel dazed and confused like the misusing of literally A grammar nerd, a cultural hub like I'm Johannesburg And that's where Dave Matthews is from In case you haven't heard, crash into me Because there's space between the satellites And don't drink the water too much, flora and parasites I need that Eddie money, give me two tickets to paradise You focus on rhyme patterns and I focus on paradigms The flow is so aquatic, the God's product is maritime A system of rewards, I rhyme stick carrot twine It's a return of the angst, return of the angst It's a return of the angst, return of the angst It's a return of the angst, return, return It's a return of the angst, return of the angst They say hell is hot, it's not the heat, it's the humidity That killer shit, we're only human, amusing now isn't it? Homie, I got layers of rebel like Princess Leia Got conflicting thoughts on God, it's Madonna, it's like a prayer It's a cat, Stevens castinator, Harry Chapin, cats and cradles Never gonna get it, free your mind like it's a fashion label I'm we so in vogue, let's vogel with your temple low Super cat, Don Dada, modified genetic code Short circuit, Johnny Five, blow up on that Yanni live I'm new agey, I'm too wavy, it's maybe that tsunami vibe I'm surfing through this feudal system, dude, I'm chasing mavericks Like Dirk Nowitzki, fiscally American power you got chill. Nah, I'm killing them like Buffalo Bill. Fuck it for real. I'm what's been missing. I'm like supplement pills. You know, minerals and vitamins. Uh-huh. Irons and the niacins. Uh-huh. But I'm semi-retired looking fly in my Hawaiian it's shirt. It's return of the angst. Return of the angst. It's a return of the angst. Return of the angst. It's a return of the angst. Return. Return. It's a return of the angst. Return of the angst. They say hell is high. Heaven don't exist for a G. I always dream to go and go like EPMD, getting sponsorships and scholarships, rhyming on that conscious shit, flip them flat like that in fat sacks, I'm eight G's away from paying off my college debt, graduated ten years back, y'all do the math, huh. there's always cheese in the mouse trap. getting back, with my so-called friends, yo I doubt that. I'm getting married soon, I'll never get divorced Unless she's cheating, I will never see my wife in court How much longer can we stay inside a city where they're cutting back? Schools get the budget slashed, penitentiaries are packed Build a million dollar jail, you tell a hundred thousand teachers Kiss my ass, I'll pass Plus you raise the tax and cheese dick rappers bite my style I'm taking half Return, return, return Return, 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 return.